This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yesterday, Jim, uh, you know, I, I performed a little public service announcement, did an acoustic guitar uh, parody song mm-hmm. to remind people to close the door when they leave the house. I have become that dad who screams at his kids. We're not cool in the neighborhood. <laughs> close the door. Come on. Well, I think my son trolled me yesterday. You know, it's all about the hydro bill. When you leave the door open, the air conditioning's on, the hydro bill. Dads just have, they have the hydro meter spinning in the back <laughs> of their head, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yesterday afternoon, I take a nap around 1 o'clock. I get up at about 3. And I'm up with the family. It's now about 4 o'clock. I walk past the, the bathroom on the main floor and I hear something. I'm like, what's, what's that? the toilet running i open the door the faucet's on nobody in sight nobody's in the bathroom <laughs> the faucet is running so i go out and and address my family do a little do a little investigation uh does anyone know anything about the faucet being on in the bathroom <laughs> why is the water running and were, the, were the wet bandits from Home Alone here? <laughs> <laughs> and Grayson said, oh, I left the water on. <laughs> what? And I said, why? And he couldn't give me an explanation. Oh, because uh, I did. Okay. How long has it been on? I don't know, since the movie ended. <laughs> so I turned to my w- wife. I say, when did the movie end? I don't know, two o'clock. So the water had been on in the bathroom for two and a half hours. <laughs> Nobody heard it? Nobody noticed. They were outside. They were out, uh, they were out on the back deck. Oh, man. <laughs> two hours. Uh, on top of the door being left open all the time when it's 30 plus and the air conditioning's cranked. I would love to see a vis- visual representation of how much water a faucet puts out in two hours. Yeah, I know. I just feel bad. I feel bad for the planet. I feel bad worse for my hydro bill. It's, uh, and now I feel bad for your family because they got to <laughs> hear you get mad at them now. Well, yeah, I feel bad for my family because I, I've shut the water off. We're not using <laughs> water again. That's it for the month of July. Yeah, you blew it, kids. <laughs> You did some calculations. I'm not sure I want to hear this. You wanted to know how much water was wasted. Dude, it's not good. It's not good. Okay, according to my calculations, they could be off, but I Googled it. Like, how many, uh, how much water is wasted when the tap runs? Um, in 60 seconds, they say it's uh, three to five gallons. Oh my so God. I just went to the middle and said four gallons. Times that by uh, 60 for an hour. Uh, that's 280 gallons. That's 900 liters of water an in an hour. It's a lot of water, man. <laughs> How many liters does it take to fill a swimming pool? I think like 40,000 or okay. something. But still, that's a lot of water. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yep, we're not taking showers. <laughs> I'll tell you something, that slip and slide sure isn't getting turned on today. <laughs> kids <laughs> that's punishment we're asking how your kids have wasted your money and we got some calls coming in hey it's taz and jim i got four kids and uh my oldest he's got something going on with him where he's just a dick 
90% of the time. <laughs> um, he's gone as far as, like, stealing the tablets in the middle of the night. Uh, he drinks my Diet Coke. Uh, but the one that really set me off. I like, really- I like how drinking your Diet Coke is in the same category as stealing your electronics. Well, if they're his electronics, he just decides to take them when he's not supposed to. I oh, mean, okay. He doesn't listen to. He doesn't listen to you. Yeah, I've come downstairs at five o'clock in the morning, getting ready for work, and my two sons are in the back room with the projection screen, freaking headsets on, trying to hide out like hoodlums, and uh, they're playing Star Wars Battlefront. But anyway, regardless of that, I go to I go to get ready for work uh, one morning a few months back, and uh, open up the drawer for my toothbrush, and the little has taken off all the knobs of every cupboard in my bathroom and placed them nicely along the side of the sink Hi. and be put back on. So I walked out and asked my wife, I was like, Jen, do you know anything about the knobs being off all the cupboards in the bathroom? She's like, no. I was like, well, I wonder who did that. And she's like, that's fine. I'll get it. Don't worry. So sure as hell that uh, we found out it was my oldest. And he's like, well, I don't know what I was doing. I was like, what were you thinking? He's like, I just saw that they twisted off. And I was like, so you didn't decide to put them back on? He's like, no, I figured you would. And I'm just like, oh, great. (laughs) Thank you. At least he didn't flush them down the toilet or something like that, right? (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. He wasted wasted your time, but not your money. Yeah, just, uh, just great. Here's a text message. Taz and Jim, my child was about eight at the time. She got on the PlayStation 4, turned on FIFA, and spent $500 worth of FIFA points on my credit card. Oh, that's common. It's happened to me, too. Yeah, especially now with apps. (laughs) Bill says, hey, Taz and Jim, got home last night at five, flipped seven lights off while the whole family was outside swimming in the pool. (laughs) I would have loved to be a fly on the wall to hear Bill screaming. Five o'clock. It's still as light as light can be. (laughs) All the lights are on in the house. The family's out swimming in the pool. Hey, Taz and Jim, how do your kids waste your money? They all hang out in the basement, and the air conditioning was on. They turned the fireplace on because they were cold, and they had sweaters on. (laughs) (laughs) And how did they get caught? Who was the one who noticed that maybe they were doing things wrong? Dad. (laughs) I caught him. He was pissed. What the hell are you guys doing? (laughs) Okay, I feel a little bit better. (laughs) Trying to break another world record here on the show. Jim, you hold a number of them Mm -hmm. for telling jokes in a short period of time. And because it's 35 degrees, the high today... Uh, feeling more like 40, 41 with the Humidex. I don't even know why we give the actual temperature. If it feels like 41, it's 41 in my book. Sure, why not? Right? So yeah. it's, it's going to be super hot again today, and the heat continues as the week rolls on through the weekend. So Jim is going to attempt to cram as many hot jokes into 30 seconds as he can before the buzzer goes here. What's the current world record for most hot jokes told in 30 seconds? Is eight. Current record is eight jokes. Wow. Hmm. So that's, not easy. That's not going to be easy for you. Uh, for me, I'm a little stressed out because you say you need my help for this. Yeah. it's uh, You know, I wrote a few different types of joke setups, but I feel like the classic joke setup I'm going to go with uh, this morning is the, How hot is it? 
classic late night style one. You know what I mean? And you want me to be the how hot is it guy? Yeah, you got to be the audience. How hot is it? Ooh, yeah, stressful. So I'll just, so I'll just say, man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? Boom! I got to get them in there fast. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? Kaz is sweating. <laughs> it's not very hot. I sweat all the time. <laughs> That's all you need from me. How hot is it? Got it. Okay. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? Spiritual gurus are walking across asphalt instead of coals. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? I saw an Amish guy shave his beard. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? It's so hot, Doug Ford paid more than a buck for a beer. It's man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? That kid from Christmas Story finally got his tongue off that pole. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? It's so hot, I saw sweat on a witch's teeth. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? Teachers actually want to work through the summer just so taxpayers can pay for their air conditioning. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? It's so hot, Ron Jeremy no longer has any cold Source. Man, it's hot out there. <laughs> How many jokes was that? Count them up. Seven, man. And I blame uh, myself. I stumbled so much. I was ready with more. I blew it, man. Oh, you got some leftover jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. You, you want to do it? I, I know we said earlier that this was going to be a... Uh, a quantity over quality situation, but it was neither. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, was there? Did I miss something? It's so hot. Doug Ford paid more than a buck for a beer. That's okay. He's yeah. thirsty, you know. Yeah, it's so he, hot. Ron he loves Jeremy a buck of beer. no longer has any cold sores. I just can't laugh at Ron Jeremy. Anything to do with him it's anymore? True. He's it's a true. total creep. Okay, how about this one? <laughs> They're all so terrible. Is, it, is this one of the ones we haven't heard yet? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, man. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? It's so hot, rapper Ice Cube changed his name to Tiny Puddle. <laughs> man, it's hot out Thumbs there. Thumbs up, okay. I like it. Man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? It's so hot, Justin Trudeau is looking forward to Sophie's icy glares. <laughs> Best for last. I don't know. Oh, is this a, you got another one? I got a few more. Okay. Oh, well, do you want to hear them? They're, they're not getting better, Taz. Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I think they are getting better. Okay, it's similar here. Uh, it, man, it's hot out there. How hot is it? It's so hot, the band Hot Hot Heat changed their name to Normal Normal Temperature. <laughs> these are good. Um, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, these are different kind of setups. Hey, what's the hottest town in the GTA? I don't know. Mississauga. What does... Commander Chris Hatfield get when it's this humid? What? Swastronaut around Uranus. <laughs> That's the last one. Canadian hero. He's got a great sense of humor, that guy. I'm sure he wouldn't. Canadian mind. hero, astronaut, Chris Hatfield. What does he get when it's 40 degrees out with the Humidex? Swastronaut around Uranus. That's what we're going to end on. Yeah, he's been in space. Kanye West wants to be the president of the United States. So we asked you guys, the Taz and Jim listeners on social media, uh, which Canadian celebrity would you like to see run for prime minister of this country? And overwhelmingly, the celebrity who got the most likes was Rick Mercer. Good morning. <laughs> Isn't that an honor, Rick? Well, I don't know. It could be a curse. What are the hours like? <laughs> You're looking Probably not so bad. Eh? Nine to five with an hour for lunch. You're looking yeah, for work. What I would do is I just basically farm half the workout to the Keelburgers. 
<laughs> Just let the We Charity people run the country. That's what I would do. Yeah. Speaking of burgers, you know who else was in the running for, for prime minister? Canadian celebrities. Who? <laughs> the A&W hamburger guy. So uh, you, can, you can brag to all your friends you beat him out. Okay, so this is a so you, this is not real. Like A and W hamburger. It sounds like some people were taking this question seriously. Well, he's a trustworthy guy, you know. He's giving people free food. I, I think he's got a lot going yeah. for him. Hey, if you're gonna take a free hamburger from a man, a stranger on the street, he's got to be a trustworthy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a long list. Ryan Reynolds you beat out. Jim Carrey. Ryan Reynolds, Jim Carrey, good people. Good people. Never met them, but I'm, they're good people. Now, the, the big question that uh, we had for you, Rick, is would you consider, after everything you did on This Hour Has 22 Minutes and uh, lampooning uh, Canadian politics with the Mercer Report, would you ever consider going to the other side and, and getting into uh, public service? The short answer is no. No, I wouldn't. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm less interested in that world now than I ever was in my life. I obviously always loved politics. Politics was something that I was always fascinated with, and that's why I, I gravitated towards writing about politics and commenting on politics. And I think it's kind of like a sports writer might have the dream in the back of their head that someday someone's going to call up and say, will you become the general manager of the hmm. team and, and, you know, and take us to the cup? And you go, yes, I'll do it. But really, no, no. What were some of the negatives of, of the job that you got to see, uh, you know, with, with the proximity you had to some of these big politicians over the years? I mean, for the most part, I think almost everyone gets in it for the right reasons. And I would say that of almost most of them that I've met over the years, and I certainly met a lot of them. Uh, I think the big negative, the big negative is the, uh, the party discipline, that you get elected and uh, you're representing the people of London, and then you go up to Ottawa, and then someone comes along and says, this is how you're going to vote on every issue, this is what you're going to say on every issue, this is what you're going to do, and mm. if you don't, then you're out. And therefore, you're neutered. And so I think a lot of them have a hard time with that. There's a series of interviews called the Exit Interviews that the Samara Institute does, and they interview politicians as they leave uh, public life. And so for the first time, they can talk freely, and that's what they're asked, like, what are the highlights? What are the lowlights? And they always talk about the party with the, the party discipline. How they just felt like they couldn't speak. And well, that's a terrible thing, right? Yeah, that's a terrible thing. You know, you have more freedom of speech. I have more freedom of speech. If you're a, if you're a, an MP, you just have to toe the line. Well, I think that's why people voted for you because you you uh, speak your mind, and we've watched you speak your mind for decades uh, on television in this country, and <laughs> to a point because they, there's a guy in the United States who speaks his mind. Unfortunately. There's not much of a mind there, um, right. but uh, if you have a, an opinion and you disagree with something, you disagree with the party, it's so refreshing to hear politicians express that. Oh, sure. Imagine the hell it would be standing there behind, say, a Justin Trudeau or, or Andrew Scheer and them blathering on at the microphone, and your job is to just stand there and nod. No matter mm -hmm. what they say, just nod. Yes. Yes, Andrew. Good point. I feel like some of the fun part the fun part of that is when you're in Parliament though and you can go rah, 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 in the background. I feel like that that's the best part. And they do too. <laughs> they do. I think I think 
you know, well, I've always said all along, just put a webcam on every desk, and everyone should be able to log in and look at their MP. And if you ever logged in and looked at your MP, and they were just shouting garbage <laughs> while someone was talking, it would be over. They wouldn't. But now, of course, they know they can shout garbage all they want because they're not on camera. Well, they've been doing that. Have you watched any of the Parliament uh, during the pandemic? The Zoom oh, yeah, calls. The home. Yeah, the Zoom oh. Parliament. It's the worst. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it got worse. I know. I know. It's well. Although I guess this is, you know, maybe maybe virtual parliament doesn't make. Maybe it actually makes a lot of sense in the country, country the size of Canada. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much. It's probably all being monitored by the Chinese, but I guess it's, I guess it's public anyway, so maybe it's okay. <laughs> Rick Mercer, possible future Prime Minister of Canada, according to Taz and Jim listeners, is on with us. What are you thinking about these days, Rick? It seems like you really wrapped up the Mercer report at the right time, huh? Boy, I've said that so many times. Not only because the world kind of like, you know, lost, shifted on the axis and things just... and. Donald Trump started sucking all the oxygen out of every room, but we wouldn't physically be able to do our show now. I mean, we could yeah, the amount the of travel. traveling. I, I, I've gotten some emails from people just random because I guess I'm on at two o'clock in the morning or something, and they've said <laughs> a couple of people have emailed and said like, "I'm watching your show, and you just shook hands with about forty-five people <laughs> in a minute and a half." And I did that every show. Yeah, and it's so true. And I haven't shaken hands with anyone in months, but <laughs> but it is true. Like. We were facing eyes into it. We were on planes all the time. We went everywhere. We did everything. And literally, I don't think there's a sig- single segment we ever did that could be done in these days. Well, what do you got planned? Do you have anything going on? I mean, it's tough to kind of uh, look into the future when nobody knows what the future has in store for uh, the planet. Yeah. Uh, what I have planned is the phone rings on occasion and more things are canceled. That's basically the way it's been going for months. You know, I was going to do a comedy tour in the fall. I was going to, you know, there's all sorts of stuff and it yeah. just all went away. It went away in a blink. And But I'm not complaining because everyone in show business everywhere in the world is in the exact same situation. So I, I you know, I can't complain. And, and the thing that I've got going for me is uh, I'm writing a book and I have a, a, you know, an agreement, a deal to write a book so Perfect. I can actually go to work every day. Yeah. That's what I do. So I'd be sitting at home writing in theory anyway. Although it, it took me a long time to get at it. The first month of this shutdown, I just couldn't do it. it. Not that I was sitting here like, you know, distraught or anything. I just, it just seemed like, how am I focusing on anything other than this crazy thing that's going on? But now I'm getting back at it. Things are getting back to normal. We're not going to complain either because it's never been easier to get uh, Rick Mercer to answer our phone calls. This well, is great. It's you like know, you were sitting around waiting for us to call. What are you going to do, Sam? I'm very busy. I've got meetings all morning. I have, I have, for some weird reason, my phone, like if I call you, it comes up on no name, on no number. Uh-huh. And I've never, I've never ever managed to figure out how to fix that. And so for pre-pandemic times, if I was going to call you, I would have to text you and say, I'm calling, because no one answers the phone that says unknown name, unknown number. Yeah, yeah. And now, everyone answers the phone. They just take the chances. Yeah. I'm I, lonely. I want to talk to anyone, whether okay, whether okay, it's okay, a Nigerian call. prince telling me that I've inherited a million dollars, or exactly. someone who wants to clean my ducts. They're, they're that's getting... Pretty much my, that's pretty much my pandemic <laughs> observation, that people now answer my phone. The right honorable Rick Mercer. Thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on the pseudo uh, victory uh, for Prime Minister of Canada, according to the Taz and Jim listeners. Before we let you go, we got to ask, how's your relationship with Kanye West? (laughs) Well, I think 
I think I'll stay on this side of the border. I'll just keep the border locked. How about that? For the next four years, is that long enough? That's a good platform to run on, Rick. And just when you thought that uh, the pandemic couldn't get any worse, it's sparked Vince the ShamWow guy (laughs) to crawl out from whatever rock he's been hiding under. (laughs) You remember Vince. Hi, it's Vince with ShamWow. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. It's like a chamois. It's like a towel. It's like a sponge. (laughs) The old infomercial there you'd see over and over again. Yeah, and the slap chop guy too, right? He was the slap chop and the sham one. Yeah, he's a man of many talents. Uh, now he is hawking the. I guess they they had a warehouses full of old sham wows they needed to repurpose because they've come up with a new product. Get the sham wow mask made in Germany and the USA. It's made with the same high tech material used to make surgical masks. But the thing is, you can't wash these. Sham wows are machine washable, reusable, and disposable masks. Come on, you're wasting them like you're a billionaire at a nightclub. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> are you throwing away those uh, disposable masks that you wear every day? What are you, a billionaire at a nightclub? <laughs> he's a, like, he's clearly, it is, you're exactly right. It is just a ShamWow material, but they're pretending it's not, right? It, it's the ShamWow material. and Exact same color. They've cut it, they've stitched it, they've put some elastics on it, and it's now a protective mask <laughs> for COVID-19. This guy, his voice is just, he sounds like... Like a used car salesman from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. And his voice is getting higher. And more annoying. Yeah. I agree. ShamWows are infused with real zinc to help fight and stop bacteria and other microbes. It's light, breathable, and has a cotton interlayer for comfort. Almost all cloth masks are made with woven fibers, which allow airborne germs and viruses to get through easily. But ShamWow is non-woven and prevents microbes from entering, keeping you safe and sound. Okay. Uh, doctor... Uh, infectious disease specialist Dr. Isaac uh, Bogosh said that uh, zinc will not protect you from coronavirus. That claim is complete garbage. Hmm. Lied to on an infomercial? <laughs> it's, it's got zinc in it. Zinc. Hey, we put some mercury in there too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that'll make you dumb enough to keep buying ShamWows from me. No, nothing gets through asbestos. <laughs> And the asbestos is made right here in the USA. <laughs> so you know so you it's get good. get it all. Comfort, zinc, reusability, and the best protection. Those other masks you see on TV are made in China. I love Chinese people too, but come on. Quality one. What? <laughs> wow. What are you trying to say, Vince? Sham wow. I, did he just say, I love Chinese people too, but come on? It's a hard sentence to finish. I love Chinese people too, but... So you get it all. Comfort, zinc, reusability, and the best protection. Those other masks you see on TV are made in China. I love Chinese people too, but come on. But come on. (laughs) But come on. What is that? Isn't that what racists say? I love Chinese people too, but. (laughs) Get the ShamWow mask made in Germany and the USA. It says that it's made in Germany and the United States, but in the Canadian version of the commercial, it says the masks are crafted in Canada. Whatever crafted means. Hmm. I'm thinking this guy, this Vince guy, may not be the most honest dude out there. (laughs) So you get it all. Comfort, zinc, reusability, and the best protection. Those other masks you see on TV are made in China. I love Chinese people too, but come on. (laughs) Quality-wise, go with the USA. And you save the environment. Forget the environment. Save yourselves. Get your ShamWow mask with zinc for only $29.99 plus free shipping.
Oh my god. It even says sham wow on the front of the stupid mask. Yeah. It's like writing I'm an idiot on your forehead. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.